Every day we wait, they get stronger. Let's take them by surprise. For the greater good, call it what you will. Let's call it war. Hello, welcome to Going Rogue. This week is going to be our preliminary discussion for Andor. And we're going to be talking about Rogue One, the film where Cassie and Andor, the character of which that series is named after, comes from. Join me. Actually, hold me. Oh, thanks, Dylan. Excited to be here to talk, to to go rogue all over these places, people. At least go once. Rogue. So I looked on my, um, we've discussed this film before, obviously. On, twice. Um, twi- have we discussed it twice? There you go. So on my track, this is the, this was the sixth time I watched wow. this film. Sixth time. So I've watched it a few times. And we're not going to do a deep dive here. I just simply wanted to do a bit of rewatch and just anything that, like, how you felt. Go, watching it now any thoughts and stuff coming into the Andor series or and all that sort of stuff but since we did do a rewatch it's been about two years since I watched it I think mm. uh, yeah I think it's always two years how do, how do you how do you feel watching this because I'll tell you what number one thing I felt I was watching it going man why couldn't we have more good quality spin-off movies like this <laughs> <laughs> no it was good you know it's a good time it's just interesting obviously the timing of it uh, of this rewatch, I feel like there were a few people talking about Rogue One in the lead up, maybe in the lead up to Andor, uh, like going off about how it's not a good film. I'm like, what the hell? It's like, I saw one particular tweet that struck a nerve uh, that said, there's nothing in this that needed to be told. It's like, yeah, that's a bit uh, rich, you know, talking about the one of the first Star Wars movies to feature a very diverse cast of multiple ethnicities. Uh, that's a story that's not needed. You know, what a coincidence. What yeah, a coincidence. It is crazy how good the cast of this movie is. It is. Like, it's a, like, it's a real wide, like, not diverse as in ethnic, but also just, like, characters. It's really, um... It's really good. It's really good. No complaints. Um, you know what actually again. was my first thought while watching this movie? Mm. Oh, that's Alistair Petrie from Sex Education. As the general dude who's talking to, who gives the orders to Andor. Oh, Cass. it is too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. wow. What if he's coming back for the show? <laughs> I mean, maybe he is. There's a bunch of, like, uh, like that was the other thing, like watching this obviously coming into Andor and having this set after. It's like anyone who's in this could appear in Andor technically. I don't feel like there's anyone in this off limits. I would say the least likely to appear in Andor at the top of the list, Darth Vader. From, the, from then on, I would say there's no reason why anyone else could or would not technically appear in the show. They don't have to be on screen with Cassian. We already know that um, Andor's going to have um, this dual storyline where you're going to see... Um, what is... Mothma? No. Well, Mothma, but also I was going to say the new character. Uh, I was trying to find the name of the character. They have it. Probably name and have it. Um, the one that what's uh, oh they do Luthen Luthen Rail, uh, Stellan Skarsgård's oh, character. Yeah. So obviously his new character, which leaves a lot of like, well, there's no reason like he, he could bump into anyone because there's no, you know, like who? What do we know about his character? Nothing. It's fine. But then you've got Mon Mothma, of course, who could bump into a bunch of people as well. And there's no reason that Cassian can't bump into a bunch of people. Um, not that I'm like seeking a Easter egg 
cameo heavy thing. It's just that there's a bunch of characters in this that I would love to see again because we literally got one film with them and then they all died. So, <laughs> you know, there's there's no like, oh, you can see them in something else. No, like they're dead. I literally had yeah. one movie with them. I quite liked all these characters. I would love to see a little bit more with any of them. Literally any of them. I, there's not a character in this I, I don't like. So, um, yeah. I know we probably won't see... We won't see KTOSO for a while, maybe probably until the second season. That's what Uh, they've said, yeah. That's what they've said for that. But then, and then other characters that I guess we're less likely to see, but I don't know, crazier things have happened would be um, Donnie Yen and... um, There's no chance. Wen Chang's character. I'm just going to say no chance. I'm going to say there's like a high chance of seeing them Darth Vader, but there's like pretty fucking low chance that we see them. I would say there's there's no chance. No, there's no chance we see Darth Vader. There's a 1% chance we see them. Like in the background? <laughs> like, as they're walking around Jeddah? Was it Never Jeddah? Know. Jeddah. Jeddah, yeah. Um, who else we got from this? Uh, I think it's possible to get Orson Krennic in. I think having Orson Krennic show up uh, in a scene with Mon Mothma or something like that, you know, at some sort of party or something like that would be a cool way to get a little bit more of Ben Mendelsohn in the Star Wars. And yep. I'm totally down for that because I love Ben Mendelsohn in general, but I just love Orson Credit as such a, just a shit of a, a dude. But like, you, it's dude. the sort of bad guy you like watching just be a bad guy. So yep. just um, eating that all up and everything. So I, I could definitely say, I'd, I'd put him as a high possibility. I don't feel like Ben Mendelsohn someone not to agree to come do like he's a, happy to take Disney's money as well, you know. Yeah, I feel like. Listen, he's happy to- Ben, can you take a t- some time off from shooting Secret Invasion to go do this cameo over in the Star Wars section? Yeah, why not? Um, got, uh, Tarkin. I'm going to say is complete no because I don't feel like they're going to do this. I don't think things. they want to risk it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they want to do that. Uh, the Bodhi Rook Riz Ahmed. I'm going to say is very unlikely. Very unlikely. I don't feel like like he's just a random pilot dude or whatever um i don't feel that's pretty low uh galen erso i would say low low chance only because mads mickelson's a busy dude but as far as like having that character appear in the show it would make sense like it would be a it could be a possibility sort of thing so i would say never say never on him but if 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 no i think if if they want to and the reason it doesn't happen i'm gonna say it's because of mad mads is a schedule something like that but i wouldn't put it i wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibilities um saw guerrera we know we're getting yep. so that's cool um jimmy smith's bail organa i'm gonna say yes we definitely see yep um you got the mon mothma you got jimmy yeah, there's no way he just was in obi-wan obviously so there's all these these reasons to tie that all together um am i missing anyone i think i think i've hit the main no that's most people that's the main thing um oh Jin erso fucking hell Jin Erso, I'm no. gonna say maybe in the last season. Maybe in the last season. I'm gonna I'm gonna and it definitely is not gonna be with Only uh, if it's like parallel stories. That's the only way I can see it happening. Yeah, I know. I feel like having a nice having a cool little moment would be nice for this series. That's like she's the star of the movie, obviously. And this is a spin-off of that movie. 
So yeah, but it's, it's hard. You know, they like, meet in Rogue One, so, yeah, so it doesn't make sense. If she's in it, it's not going to be. It's not going to be with Cassian. It'll be a scene with someone else. Yeah, it could be a scene with what's his face's character, uh, Stellan Skarsgård's Skarsgård's character. Mm. Possibly, it could be a scene with Saul Guerrero. No, it it's, it's too early. They haven't seen actually. it in many years. So. Yeah, they haven't seen it since she was like 16. So I don't know the time. I can't remember the timeline. Probably not. If anything, it would have to be the first season, but probably not. I don't think so if anything, it'd be, yeah, it'd be Skarsgård, I guess, would be the only way we really see. Um, yeah, the other thing I'm most excited about, and I thought was really cool, because obviously I'm trying to pay most attention to Cassie and watching this and just thinking about, I feel like, like he is such an interesting character and a character that we, and the thing I loved about him even on that first rewatch is like that moment at the very start of the movie mm-hmm. where he just straight up kills that dude because um, he can't yeah, climb. Yeah, he has to. Kills him in cold blood to save his ass. Um, we've never seen a character like this in Star Wars before. It's someone who is conflicted, but you tell straight away like he's been in the shit and he's been in the shit for a while. Like this this war, this spy game, you know, this sort of um, thing it's that's... Just a dog of the military. Yeah, you know, does whatever is told, um, whatever but, the cost. And then you, you, at the start of the movie, he's very much like you could tell he's in this one mind. But then there's that sort of turning point where he starts to like come back to you know believing in. I guess was that like he's like hopeless? Like he always talks about believing in hope, but like at the at the end when he like like helps get all those people aboard and like they jump on the ship with Jin and take off and all that sort of stuff. Like I feel like that's a turning point for his character sort of there. Um, but it would be really, it's going to be really interesting. I think watching this series and getting to see him years prior to like him having such a hardened soul, I guess, or, and like getting to see that take place over time um, and that sort of thing. Maybe we see him have to do his first few dirty deeds his first few dirty kills you know that's that sort of thing which would be interesting to see how that plays was there anything about like cassian himself that he was thinking while watching the movie where you're like it's going to be interesting to see how that like how he reacts years prior sort of thing uh i mean it's just interesting that obviously that's the end point and like obviously you're going to see over the course of the series like him delve into doing darker shit and like kind of selling his soul uh, to a degree for the rebellion, like, mm. yeah. So, and you know, he he can do it all. You know, he's flying the ship. He can shoot. He can do all kinds of stuff. So, he can climb. He can climb. <laughs> he can climb. You never actually see him do the major climbing. Like he climbs out of that place. You don't see it. He climbs to safety after getting shot and landing on that thing right at the end with Kranich and stuff. Yeah, he's never good, seen climbing. Good timing. You never see. It's, it's just yeah. Um, then you've got, so the other thing I'm wondering, like, so Mon Mothma character, hugely important to Star Wars as a whole, Mm. who has had little to no screen time in any of the movies or TV shows up until this series This is going to be Mon Mothma's sort of big moment. Do you, how much do you think, like, since we're now like a week away from the show that how much do you think the, we're going to see like a split between seeing Cassian stuff and then seeing Mon Mothma stuff? Because the trailers definitely make it seem like it's going to be a, like a, a even-ish, you know. I mean, I feel like she's definitely going to be the B, B plot. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to mainly be with Cassian. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's a good opportunity, a good character to explore more. I guess that's interesting. I want to see like how the rebellion is kind of built, you know, from within, like from a with the faction levels with all these different mm. entities. Uh, and I, I suspect a large portion of this will be like uh, the fracturing of Saul Guerrero from the rebellion as well. Yeah, would be something that's, I yeah, expect to we, see. Something they talk about in Rogue One, um, Rogue One and other supplementary material but you never actually get to see like what was like the sort of point where they officially fractured which is going to be good to see it'll be interesting to also see how Forrest Whitaker plays this uh Saw who's like definitely not like fully sane but like more heading towards <laughs> the uh losing his marbles towards where he is in Rogue One I wonder if he's going to have all his limbs or we'll get to see him have a leg blown off or something <laughs> <laughs> um the yeah, the other thing I think is going to be really cool and exciting about this, which is watching this movie, especially that first half hour stuff, it's so exciting, I think, like how much it jumps around. I actually really like that. You know, it's the whole so many title planets, cards, like start. this planet, this planet, this location. It's, I think it's that's like really cool. It's a cool. big galaxy far, far away. Yeah, because in the Star Wars trilogies movies, uh, all nine, quadru- whatever you call it. What's a nine? What do we call it? Just a saga, right? The Skywalker yep. saga, as they call it. Um, yep. In all of those, of course, we get like maybe two, three planets, tops usually um, per movie. Makes this galaxy seem very small. But yeah, Rogue One just jumps around. And I think Andor as a series is definitely going to have a lot of planets. I feel like we're going to be going all over the place. I, I highly yeah. doubt we're going to be sticking around a, a planet for more than like a couple episodes at most together. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. And then we're going to be jumping and especially, well, the only character I feel like we're going to have mostly on the same location is if we're going mo- uh, back to Mon Mothma, I think most of that's just going to be Coruscant. Yeah. So she's Have not we like seen Coruscant since the, the prequels? prequels? Um, mm, no. I don't know. No. No. So that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, animated. But Is it in Rebels? Uh, Not that I can remember. But, yeah. yeah. So, no. I mean, we nearly had it in episode nine (laughs) in the alternative (laughs) uh, Jewel of the Fates world. Uh, But otherwise, that's not what we got. So, yeah, that's going to be really cool, obviously, to see... Coruscant. Um, I feel like I know a vibe because they, they obviously go there a lot in comics and books during this time period. However, yeah, we de- I cannot think of a, like a time we've been here. And it's, so that's sort of exciting to get to actually see the... the, the you got to have to see more Mothma playing... Yeah, what would you call it? Like the the worm on the inside, the devil. I don't know, you know, she's, she's playing politician while the secretly... Yeah. Like, yeah, like... Which is hard to I wouldn't even call her a mole because she, she wasn't like planted. She's she's the the I don't know the turncoat, but that's usually a bad. Favorite. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the from the inside. So that's I think that's really cool. That's exciting. Um, and then so you're going to have I think Cassian going around a bunch of different planets doing different missions, and then you're going to also have at least based on the trailer, you're going to have Stellan Skarsgård then going around to a lot of different locations and stuff. And we're going to have space stuff. We see that in the, in the trailer. We're going to have space stuff. I think. I really do think like rewatching Rogue One I was like fuck what a great movie this is bunch of really great characters then I rewatched the trailer for Andor and that last trailer which I fucking I think is a banger 
I honestly feel like this series, if everything goes right, and I could, you could be listening to me in a couple of weeks from now complaining this show is terrible, like it, and I just take back everything that I said. But I do have high hopes currently and think that if everything plays out the way I think it is, I, I feel like this could be the best Star Wars show that Disney Plus has got so far. I feel like the writing's on the wall for this to be the best one. How do you, how do you feel? Uh... Yeah, I mean the potential's there. Like, uh, it obviously be it'll obviously be feel different because it's not in the volume, <laughs> and yeah. it's not involving Mandalorians or like babysitting children. I assume Jedi's or uh, you know sand. Uh, yeah, so I feel like it's go it's going for such a different tone than uh, what we've seen so far, and the expectations are different too. Yeah, each of well, the other series. Yeah, and it's exciting because, like Tony Gilroy, you you have someone doing this that was part of the the main creative for the movie. You don't have the director, but as far as like writers go, you've got one of the guys. So it's if that tone carries through and people give it, and then the director sort of. I wonder if the 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 pitch was we want to make this show feel like Rogue One as much as you can. I hope it does because I like. Just rewatching the movie, Rogue One certainly has a. They have that whole, especially that opening part. They have this whole like spy thriller sort of espionage part, and then it takes a direction where the the movie sort of swerves into being a a war film and that last attack on uh, Scarif and stuff. So um, it's like two sides of the coin. So if they can hit either of those on on the TV series, I think would be really really cool. So um, any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, keen to find out more. Oh, yeah, it's not far away. We're going to get, like, a huge dose in one go. <laughs> yeah, three fucking episodes, right? Three, episodes. three hours. It's, I mean, it was longer than Rogue <laughs> One, right? But it's going to be hard. You know those episodes are going to be, like, 25 minutes each, and it's just going to be 90 minutes, but we'll see how it goes. If they're an hour each, that's insanity. But I, there's no way. There's no way they're an hour. I think there way. will be. I think it'll be full 40-minute episodes. All right. We'll see. I'm, I mean, I'm not going to complain, but I'll be I'll be slightly shocked, but we shall see. Um, yeah, look, I've, I've watched this movie a bunch. It's a fantastic movie. I'm really excited for Andor. Yes. Um, so My yeah. only complaint is, like, he falls, he agrees with Ray, uh, Jin, like, really quickly. For which part? Like, gets on board the rebellion thing. Or the, the you know, her, just believing her very quickly. Well, I mean, like, it, it, that's what I was saying before. Like, he he is gruff and he, like, he seems like he's not, like, for the cause. But he is the one telling her at the start, like, rebellions are born on hope and all this stuff. I feel like deep down, you, you know where this guy's heart is. And his heart, mm. I, I feel like his heart is where, is what leads him to join her suicide mission. It's just that over that, that like, heart for rebellion is sort of being covered up by this gruff exterior of this dude who's like sort of had to become this spy, you know, like hitman assassin sort of like mm. doing a lot of di- dirty work. So he's sort of had to cover that up. So I don't, I don't see it as a like weird character decision. I just, I feel, I feel like that's how he always felt. Like that's the, the reason he got into I, the fight. So yeah. I mean, it's the nature of the story as well. Yeah. yeah. It has to take place over a short period of time. Yeah. Yeah. They have to do a lot. So you have to just get there. All right, that'll do it for this special pre-Andor episode. 
of Going Rogue. Make sure you join us next week where we'll be talking about the first three episodes. Um, not three separate. We'll do them in one. One episode of Going Rogue, our Andor uh, Star Wars story spoiler cast. They should have called it. Why didn't they do Because Rogue One was Rogue One, a Star Wars story. They should have called this Andor, a Star Wars story. Gone back. Tie it together. Yeah? No, they Solo killed us as a Star Wars story. Damn. Damn. Fucking. Like, Brandy's ruined. We can't use that ever again. People will never forget. People will forget all the time. It's fine. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us. Make sure you head on over to explosionhub.com for all our other podcasts, of course. Uh, there's a million things happening right now. A million fucking shows. It is ridiculous. If you're watching the middle earth show what's it called <laughs> rings Ring of power. power if you're watching the rings of power make sure you check out our, it's called the, our podcast that's what it's called dylan yes yeah, yeah. just like make sure one you, make sure you subscribe to our podcast the lord of the rings extended where we're talking about that each week uh if you've been watching she hulk make sure you check out our podcast on the marvel cast and if you're watching game of thrones also known as house of the dragon uh make sure you check <laughs> out our podcast south of king's landing Nothing but oh, spin-offs. Like, guess, it's bloody ridiculous. Spin-offs and prequels. That's what we're about. Spin-offs oh, and prequels. Store prequels. Yeah. This. And you've got to have different podcasts for each and every one of them. So go subscribe to all those podcasts and we'll see you here next week. Um, keep rebelling. <laughs>